Coming up on today's show, we have a episode of the latest news and rumors from Walt Disney World. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everyone to today's show. This is episode 305 for Friday, March the 12th, 2021, where we are quickly approaching for most of us the one year anniversary of being at home. So, yay. Yeah. Yeah, it was right around the time the parks closed. Yeah. This so, episode. What day did Disneyland close? I think it was the 13th, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's, it's it's one year that Disneyland has been closed. So today we are going to talk about the latest news that has happened at Disney World. We also have a special episode upcoming. I want to tease that really quick. We have recorded our kids telling us what they think about Disney World, and it's going to be really cute. Yeah, I've listened to the interviews. They're very cute. I was going to say, it should be entertaining. But for this episode, when we talk about the news, we didn't invite our kids. Instead, I brought my elite team of co-hosts for this week. I am the primary host for the news this week. I am Jason, and I am joined by Adam. What's up, everybody? Do we have a long enough intro this week? We always have to have a long intro. We haven't even, so we enough. barely, we, we've talked 10 minutes and we still haven't even introduced John. Mrs. Stokroff, your humble servant. Servant. <laughs> hey, we should review that movie on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of Disney+, Plus, has anybody paid for Ryan the Last Dragon yet? No. Oh, do you have to pay for that? Right now you do. Did you just say Ryan and the Last Dragon? That's what I said. Raya. I thought I said Raya. That's what I said. Raya. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe it was just me, or just us. Yeah, Raya and the Last Dragon. I have not paid for it. I'm thinking about paying for it this weekend though and watching. Well, in three months it'll be available for free. (laughs) Well, not free, but included. But you know me, I might as well just have my paycheck direct deposited (laughs) to Disney. Yeah. Right. Sure. Something Disney related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why not? Go ahead then. We'll have a watch party at your your house. You know, it, it, did Disney start a trend? By the way, is because it, it seems like everybody wants to be plus now. I mean, uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah, I actually did yeah. try. I actually have signed up for the the five ninety nine version of that. It's actually got a lot of good stuff on it. You know, I won't lie. I did happen to catch the Meghan and Harry interview, and of course, it's on that platform. And they're pushing it. And then they were advertising like all the different things they have, a lot of Star Trek stuff. I'm like, I kind of want to watch that. But I'm like, I can't sign up for which service goes away. Which one do I get rid of? (laughs) The one that I canceled because it was the one we were watching the least lately is for me, it was actually Netflix, believe it or not. (laughs) So this is the thing I have to consider not only which one am I watching the least, but which one of all of my family that's leeching off of me not watching. (laughs) Right. Yeah, if I turn my Netflix off, I'm going to get a lot of calls. <laughs> I tell you, the, the show, I mean, I know this is obviously, we're not a Paramount show, but the show that really made me want to 
give it at least that try. And then I found there's a lot of good stuff on it. Stuff there the kids to watch too, actually, because they got a lot of Nickelodeon stuff on there. The fact that they were doing like a homecoming, or so to speak, episode of the original cast of The Real World, if you know that, remember that show from right. MTV when it first yeah. started? That yeah. actually piqued my interest to find out what they were doing from the, ori- the original Oof, ones from way back they in they 1992. Was, yeah, they were like uh, they're, 50 now? Yeah, they're in their 50s. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or right wow. at it. Yeah. That's but crazy. yeah, they're, well, I mean, they're all still alive. I mean, that's good. I mean, I, not that I would expect anybody like to die naturally by 50, but you know, it's just over that time period, a lot of stuff can happen to seven folks. <laughs> yes. So. Well, on that morbid note, I wanted to just bring up <laughs> no spoilers, but did anybody watch the finale of one division? No. See, I need to watch it. I've heard so much about I it. I haven't watched the premiere of one division. So I it just... is a great show. And, I've watched some Marvel stuff, but I'm not really a big Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. But I thought WandaVision was pretty pretty fantastic. I think if you haven't watched it at all yet, it's good for you to go now because the theorizing and all that stuff got a little out of hand as it does. And now you can just go without the theorizing and just enjoy it for what it is. I meant to watch it. I did see some comments saying that the finale was... Not what they expected, I guess, or not. I don't know. I can't Some explain folks, it. it was, There's a letdown. Basically, it's how it happens with any of these things. It came out once a week. It gave people time to come up with these crazy theories about right. what was going to happen. And most of those theories didn't come true. So everybody's disappointed because their crazy theory <laughs> doesn't happen. It didn't turn out the way they wanted it to. <laughs> about like every show yeah. like that then, like Lost yeah. or any other show that... Yeah, but Lost was not. Yeah, not. Is we just wanted answers, and we didn't even get them all. I mean, yeah. so we got a few, I guess, and then you had to draw your own conclusions on several others. But yeah, it's just didn't quite work. I, out. I don't think Lost is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we dive into the news, I want to just let people know: in April, if this happens, Adam, we actually have a trip planned to go to yeah. Disney World. And this is a trip that will not involve kids, kids. Yeah. or actually even our spouses. This is going to be just me and you, and Bro we're not trip. doing a challenge. How did I you know. pull that off? Uh, well, we haven't yet. <laughs> That's the well, point. It's booked. It hasn't <laughs> How did you even pull off the possibility? <laughs> I think there's something about the fact that my wife is fully vaccinated and has been able to do things, and I have not. <laughs> That helps. My case. Oh, I see. Yeah. I just asked very nicely. That was all? That's all I have to do. We planted these seeds for a while. I think we started planting the seeds while we were there with everyone. Yeah, the last time we were there, we got them drinking around World Showcase. And we're like, hey, you know what? (laughs) Would be a good idea. (laughs) And they're like, sure, why not? It'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. So basically what you're saying is... You had to get them loaded before they could. They would agree to this. I mean, encouragement. I would just say uh, encouragement. That's the way you'll put it. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I don't really know what we're going to do, other than, of course, I know we're going to drink around the world. We're going to ride, ride, do some skyliner crawling. But I don't have any agenda. I don't know what rides we'll ride. I just know that we'll be very efficient about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I know. Well, you know, we don't have kids to constantly be 
trying to keep happy and fed and cool down and hydrated and bathrooms and all that. It's just us, so we can do whatever we want, which is kind of its own version of Disney, right? You know, it's like a, its own... You plan very differently for adults than you do with families. Right. You know? The only thing we had, the only thing that I was trying to think that we needed to book in advance that wasn't available once we decided on this is there's no Ogas available. That would be like the only thing that I would like to book in advance for that. Yeah, I've been shy about Ogas in general just because it's such a small enclosed area. Right. But maybe. Well, I might call me crazy. With the latest news out of our state of Georgia, I think there's a non-zero chance I have at least one shot in my arm by the time yeah. we go. And if it's the Johnson the Johnson vaccine, that's all you need. That's all you need. So, so I, I, I mean, that's one of the things that's driving me to consider Ogas because I'm like, I might actually be vaccinated. Or at least partially vaccinated by then. Yeah. Hopefully. That's the goal. It's going to be like getting a RISE boarding group trying to get the, our appointments to get vaccinated before we go back. So, John, we need to get you the details and see if you can start working on uh, your wife. Well, we will have just returned back from that area <laughs> right when that's happening or we were talking about doing that. Oh, you have. So, yeah. So you'll have a partial Disney trip, right? Aren't you going to break it up yeah. between Legoland and... We're definitely going to Legoland. I was looking at maybe staying a couple of nights at just a Disney resort after that. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily doing any, doing parks. any parks. Yeah. Because yeah. the only park that I would really consider doing would probably be Hollywood Studios. But the thing is, it's got no reservations currently. So there's no point. Uh, well, you should at least really book one. That. And then so. make, we, we'll, between the three of us, we'll make sure you get rise on the resistance <laughs> this time. We'll make sure of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I considered that, but I don't, I don't know. Like, Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can actually find a Hollywood Studios reservation to book at the moment. You have to check. I don't know which days they drop more of them, but, you know, check in the mornings. Yeah. Because Just, I, I've seen it on the even on the website where it'll say they aren't available, and then I'll go on the app and be able to book it. Right. And, of course, yeah. I have to have tickets to do that, so i got to decide if that's, you know, I would have to decide somewhat quickly what but it, like you say there's people that's going to be dropping them so yeah yeah i think some people drop them as soon as they get rise i wonder how quickly <laughs> a, if you drop a park pass it goes back into the pool because i wonder if adam or i could hold a park pass i don't know <laughs> i think i don't know. sell it for ransom <laughs> like yeah or maybe the reason why do you think people are going to sell those park passes october to, uh, the, yeah yeah october one <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, right? If people are like selling them, <laughs> like I'll drop my for. I have a group of ten. I'll drop for uh, <laughs> October first, Magic Kingdom. That would be interesting. Yeah, interesting, right? So I guess that leads us to our first story, right? Oh, perfect segue. Yeah. So why is October one a big deal? Other than the fact that it is the fiftieth anniversary of Disney World. Yeah. It is also, as we learned this week, the first day. Yeah. I I'm laughing saying this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That they're going to open Ratatouille at Epcot. I think most people were just like, what? But I think after you think about it, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Like, okay, I guess. This is financially motivated 100%. There's you mean, the, yes. the, the ride's done. Their yeah. fiscal year for 2022 starts October 1, right? That's one reason. Another reason potentially is to spread the 
crowd away from Magic Kingdom a little bit. It also is Epcot's anniversary, October 1, even though it's not a milestone, but it's still Epcot's anniversary there. So it's And it's Disney World's anniversary, so it helps, you know. It would be Epcot's, what, 39th? I mean... <laughs> so what was supposed yeah. to open at Epcot for the 50th? Was Guardian supposed to be open for the 50th? I think that I was think, the original plan. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's not going to open, so now they have to... Like, what? what's not opening at Epcot that they're trying to mask with this? Yeah, it's definitely Guardians, yeah. Guardians, uh, Space 220. Wasn't Play Pavilion supposed to be open? Yeah. yeah, I think so. It might have been Somewhere by then. In that ballpark, yeah. Now the Moana, gone. they already said the Moana water feature is not going to be done on time, right? Yep. So I guess they're going to plan on Guardians being Epcot's 40th maybe next year. That's probably the no, hold it No off festival of center. No no crazy yeah. festival center. Which that thing looked really cool. I'm so, I, I hate that they're not going to build that. Very futuristic looking. Yeah. No spaceship earth overhaul. Yep. Who knows when that'll happen. But Figment got a sweater during Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he got a sweater. <laughs> yeah. What else? That might even do? have gotten Adam on the ride. Oh wait, no, it didn't. How many times do you want to ride Figment on our bro trip? None, if I can help it. <laughs> unless we, unless you get me really hammered. <laughs> then no, if I we get really hammered, it. it's Grand Fiesta Tour. That's what we're yeah. going. What if you just decide? You know what? What the heck? We're gonna do the challenge. <laughs> Then you have to all the points challenge. (laughs) I mean, yeah, the strategy on the points challenge right now. That, but by the way, I guess I should mention I didn't even have this on the list. Congratulations to Kendall and her friend. I don't know her friend's name. They set the new high score this week on the points challenge. They get six hundred and fifty-five points. They landed. Anyways, the basic strategy seems to be to sort of split Magic Kingdom. So you do most of it in the morning and you come back so you get the Magic Kingdom completion bonus and you try to get the Epcot completion bonus and you like do one maybe two rides at Animal Kingdom like just Triceratops spin just so you can get one per park and get rides and maybe one or two rides at Hollywood Studios that seems to be the strategy right now yeah makes sense but they pulled it off they uh, got a high score so congrats the new record congratulations so, yeah, we could do a points challenge, I guess, but I think that would be really wasting our... Our very, very short amount of time that we have for that, yeah. Yeah, and you have to be running around to a degree. You have to be, like, hydrated. If they bring back fast passes and they drop the 2 p.m. park hoppers, yeah, we're totally running out. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's legit, like, I can do the real challenge, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Right now, I'm not looking to do a points challenge. I'm looking to relax. <laughs> Plus, there's yeah. no points for the raft still. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> you know, if I'm doing the points challenge, I'm going to ride the rafts anyways, and I'm going to post about because... it, and I'm going to give myself 100 points for it. Well, you're going you're gonna to ride <laughs> the rafts because you haven't ridden the rafts in quite some time. You didn't get to last time. I know. We we should ride the rafts this time. Like yeah, just go to Magic Kingdom and ride the rafts, do Country Bear Jamboree and Tiki Room and leave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we probably will do that. Be, don't be surprised. It'll be done before lunch. <laughs> we could. Yeah. Oh, we well, have we, to. Rope we now know we got to rope the rafts. Yeah. yeah we got to exactly. rope the rafts. But we also can pose for some merch promotion. For our rafts stuff, so I have to make sure we plan for that. 
So, okay, moving on. Next next story. Let's stay in Epcot. We talked about some of the stuff that's not going to happen. But what is going to happen is they have an amazing entrance plaza. All right? Yep. After the fountain opened, they've yeah. now raised the flags. They have pulsating lights. And we have an all-new entrance music loop. Yeah, as I understand it, though, the entrance oh. music loop is just for the festival. Oh, is it just for the festival? Because I've been listening to it because there's a Spotify playlist. It's really nice. I actually like it. Yeah. I like the mm. I like the new loop. I, I don't I gotta check it out. My understanding was that it wasn't intended to take the place of the original uh, still, but I mean it's nice music. But my understanding was it was just for the festival. So we'll see. Yeah, okay. no, I, I was skeptical when I heard they created a new loop, but mostly the what I understand the loop is built off of not custom songs. It's songs that people just basically shazammed and then created playlists oh, out of. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, you can find it on Spotify, like Epcot New Music Loop or whatever. I've been listening to it quite a bit over the last week. It's pretty good. Does it have anything related to the park, though, in the loop? No, there's a lot of stuff coming from like the nature things that uh, because they have that sort of soaring music, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Like that sort of hopeful type of thing you would hear. I just would find it hard to believe they would get away from what they've done for pretty much the entire time that Epcot's been there is have the music yeah. have the other the other future world attractions featured in it pretty much right is what it has now then again oh. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say my Spotify list isn't the actual loop it's the Shazammed versions of what people oh, have found right. from the loop right right yeah it's not right. the or it's in whatever yeah well while we're still on Epcot I wanted to I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Ratatouille. I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think the odds are that there'll be a passholder preview of Ratatouille? Since it seems like people are already writing it now. It just depends on if you're a celebrity or something. Because they, they have pictures of people actually writing it, so Well, let's see. Okay. So typically they do passholder previews like not too long before the actual opening, right? Yeah. Or media preview too, I should have said too. Right, media preview as well. So they're definitely gonna do a media preview for sure. If they did a preview, say the week before October one, I mean I would try to be all I think it depends on how close to normal we are. If these vaccines really roll out and we hit normal, I think they definitely will do a passholder preview. I think they expect to have their own restrictions relaxed to it significantly is the reason why they pushed it to October 1. Right. Well, I think they want to be able to have a full queue, things like that. Right. I mean, you can criticize Disney all you want, but let me play devil's advocate for a second, right? They are mostly hitting capacity now on the busy weekends, except for Epcot, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. They're mostly hitting capacity now at their minimal capacity. So what does opening Ratatouille right now really offer you from a business perspective? Well, you mean, was it offering Disney? I mean, it's not going to give yeah. them any particular bump. No, that's the thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and let's just be clear. It's not a charity. They're going to open things when it helps them. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, right. Business. Uh, I mean, I can see both sides of this one actually a little bit. I can understand the viewpoint and I can understand how it can get criticized for that, for that reason. So. Yeah. It's just funny to me and and call me crazy, especially as someone who, you know, worked for government for a long time. So this is only my first time in my life being for a for-profit company. But 
I just think we should stop being surprised when a for-profit company acts like a for-profit company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what their point is as well, a company. Disney's doing what's going to work out best for them. And as you know, someone had pointed out when they made, you know, announced all of a sudden that the Velocicopus coaster was going to be open this summer, yeah. Universal's doing what's going to work out best for them. Right. Well, I it mean, makes sense are. for them to open it because it'll draw people away from Disney to go see that. Right. right. I mean, right. Universal is notorious for trying to make sure that they open their stuff right before Disney. Their strategy, like, yeah. Their strategy is based a lot on what Disney does, yes. And sometimes they go back and forth. I mean, I think with the Hagrids, actually, Universal made the move first before Disney did. And they they were the one waiting on that one for whatever reason. And then this yeah. time it was the other way around. So, I mean... They reopened Volcano Bay recently, right? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like For a week or two ago. A week Blizzard or two Beach. ago. And then Blizzard Beach was after. So they got it in before Blizzard Beach. Right. Yeah, but those two parks don't really compare. <laughs> I know. I mean... I, you can just, compare... But you can compare them, but Blizzard Beach has been around for a while, and it has not had that much added to it new <laughs> in that I time mean, period. I've been to neither of them, and I don't really see myself as ever really being a water park goer to either of them. But from what I've gathered, Volcano Bay is the winner. Oh, yeah. That's what I would say, too, and I've never been to Volcano Bay, and I have been to Blizzard Beach. And <laughs> He's so Blizzard sad. Beach is not even my favorite Disney water park. I prefer Typhoon Lagoon So mm-hmm. over... Blizzard Beach. Yeah, I would too. But yeah. all right, all right. So since we are sticking with Disney being a for-profit company, um, one of the things I, I wanted to bring up is California has released its guidelines and said they can open mm. starting April first. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the guidelines are basically fifteen percent capacity. Um, a lot of the other restrictions we're used to, but it's only for California residents. I get that. Bob Chapin comes out and says they're going to reopen in late April. I think it's funny what? that all this time Disney's tried to open, but they're not going to be open on the first date. And I think this is because they might not have anticipated so quickly. Yeah. And so they didn't recall all their cast members. It's going to take them a while to get all these people back on. Yeah, I think that's why they're waiting is the employee part. They need to know how many people they need in each position and get them back. So they probably need need that extra time. So the other thing, too, is what constitutes late April? Is that anything past mid-April? April 30th. <laughs> well, right. that's what I'm saying. What, what, are the, what What's your definition of late April? I mean, it's like anything past half is the second half. So which where does late begin? <laughs> See yeah, what I, mean? I mean, it's hard to say because I heard <laughs> someone say this, you know, when March started, that we are at March 365th, 2020. I mean, that's what basically <laughs> we're at. Right. Yeah. We just keep going. So April 57th could be. I'm just going to say April the, I'm just going to throw a date out there. April the 22nd. I'm going to say the 28th. I don't even know, I don't even know what day the 22nd is. I think they're going to open <laughs> midweek just to try to, I have no 28 idea. sounds like a good guess. I just want to point out whenever they announce this, they use the same graphic they've used for every, you know, the little announcement graphic they use for all the Disneyland stuff. And when it's time to open, of course, the statement comes from Bob Chapek. I really felt they should have let Ken Potrock do that statement because the man has done all the other statements for Disneyland. Let Ken Potrock do it. 
Let me move that forward to the 24th because the 22nd apparently falls on a Thursday. So I'm going to say it's going to do on a weekend when they decide to do it. I get why they're, you know, California residents only because they would have tons of people trying to get so he, there. He, here's something that I find funny about that. You know, um, that guy you like to, to watch that moved to Florida. Adam the Woo. Yeah, Adam the Woo. But he still has a place oh. there, sort of, right? Do you think he's kept his residency because this way? Yeah, he just, did. Okay, like there were quite a few bloggers that fled California, and are they going to be able to get back in and go yeah. to Disneyland? There is, I have to watch a video. He had a video recently where he said that he has, like he can do it, but he's, there's like a complication there, so I don't know. But he does still have, he's on both coasts now, so. So the next story is, speaking of relaxing everything, what do we feel about this? There's now been spottings of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Big Thunder Mountain now loading every row at Magic Kingdom. I mean, it just seems so random that they're like, okay, today, that's not important anymore. Every row now. Yeah. I think they're like, oh, more people are getting vaccinated. I think we're good now. Let's send them on out. Well, I think they're combining a couple of things. The case numbers are very small now from what I understand. Right. They're on the way down. Um, they're basically to like the middle of where we were last summer. So they're not like small. Let's not over characterize right. them. <laughs> yeah. When I went in July last year, it was like peaking. And we we're like, holy crap. We went on the highest day of the year so far. <laughs> Little did we know. That was not even going to be yeah, a drop Yeah, and then the when we went in, what was it? February or January? Whenever we went one of these times, we were also there at the highest day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. It was like exponentially higher than it was in July, though. So if you um, want to predict when the next peak is going to be, it's going to be when Adam and I just booked our trip. Yeah, so <laughs> plan your... Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the next peak. Assuming you actually go. Right. I think we're going to go. I think it'll be fine. My take is, I think, for all the reasons that they seat every row for some of the other ones, these are probably fine. Mostly, they're outdoors. They're not Except for that part of the mine, but it's not that. You're in there for, what, 30 seconds in the mine? Maybe 40 seconds at the most? I don't know. Something like that. I mean, I think this is probably fine if you use the same logic that they use for all the other stuff it's just random to me which which ones they decide they're going to start seating every row all of a sudden like why did they wait on this one they started seating every row on like slinky dog a while ago so like right maybe just by popularity they're trying to see if they can cut the wait times down i don't know i'm not sure but pirates and stuff like that the indoor rides they're still doing Every other row or small row, I think they're not doing every row yet. Yeah, they're doing thankfully. every other row if they haven't put up the S- those screens. Yeah, like Frozen has the screen, the glass plexiglass. So yeah, <laughs> they're loading every row on that one. They didn't uh, have it whenever I was there because they just did front and back row. Yeah, Frozen when what was it? January or February? January. They had it up. I think it was January. It was January. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. It's been noticed by a few folks that the pass reservation system or the park pass system, Mm -hmm. typically up to this point, it's always been the case that they sell out of 
pass holder reservations before they sell out of mm -hmm. resort there. guests or day okay. tickets. But there are some days where that has now reversed, which is interesting. Because I kind of would have always assumed that resort guests and day guests would have more availability because that's the higher profit customers for Disney World, right? So it's interesting to me that this is how it's laid in. Now, I presume they're going to open, they're going to reshift those reservations. But what are your thoughts on this? I, it's interesting because right now I, I'm looking at April as of the recording of this and every day in April is available for pass holders. But if you look at resort guests or non-resort guests, the first couple of weeks have very limited availability. Like Epcot is the only one for several days. And then there's April 6th currently is completely booked for every park unless you're a pass holder. So it's interesting. I don't know why it's that way. It was complete opposite of that for so long. I mean, I get what Jason was saying about the higher profit profitability customers, but how many of those are they getting in comparison to, you know, more local, you know, with the travel? Yeah. Maybe they found that the pass holders are spending more money by coming more often. Like they're just showing up way more often and they're buying food and buying merch. And so what stuff. you're saying is they looked at your pass. <laughs> they looked at Jason's. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, they do VIP tours too. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that yeah I do remember seeing something about the VIP tours being uh, actually a lot of them being booked during COVID yeah it makes sense I mean makes they sense actually had to add staff to the that's, VIP tours that's what our guide said and he was advocating yeah. for hiring even more because they needed to, to continue they were booked solid which when Jason tried to book his initially it was sold out and he had he was on a waiting list so yeah i was able to get in though eventually right right he just obviously because we just slipped homer a, a benjamin right. i mean we slipped homer several <laughs> benjamins we did actually <laughs> not like for anything nefarious though that no. sounds like we bribed him for some reason we tipped him which we're supposed to do um or it's encouraged. So I just think this is might be a glitch. I don't know. This is weird to me. Yeah, I'm hoping that it will change because I think a lot of, there's a lot of people still that are going for these you know once in a lifetime trips right now, and it's like <laughs> there's not a lot of availability if you're going for spring break well, right now. So hopefully, when Disney creates a pass system of any kind, there's never any flaws whatsoever. There's never any <laughs> loopholes. Sure. Boarding groups are the best, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely best idea they've ever had. I just hope they don't say, oh, to go along with Ratatouille, we've announced boarding groups. <laughs> we've already seen they have a fast pass queue for it. Well, they have a fast pass queue for Rise as well. So <laughs> that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> True. You know what's funny? This is a sidebar, of course, but I've, I've been helping two different groups of people plan a trip, and neither one of them knew about Rise of the Resistance or the boarding group process or any of that. Well, one of them, I'm not surprised. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it's right. But you know one of them, yes. But the other, uh, it's just interesting that it's like the most, uh, for, among Disney fans, you know, it's the the one everyone talks about right now, or it's the most popular, I would assume. Yeah. But 
among casual fans, they're like, oh, what now? I, I don't know. Didn't know about it at well, all. Really, so it's just interesting. I'll be honest with you, among uh, non-Star Wars fans, they probably don't want to go through it. I mean, they would want to do it, right? Even the Disney fans, but they probably don't want to go through some of the stuff they have to go through, and they just you know, try. Yeah, the yeah, they just try to get it whenever they can, and if they don't, oh well. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, Which is kind of how I've yeah. just about thought about it now. I mean, I would, I would still try to get one, obviously, but <laughs> it's like, you know, either I will or I won't. Yeah. Well, there's a difference about knowing about it, knowing the process versus, like, not even knowing the ride exists, yeah. you know. I just think that's interesting. Well, I'll admit, you know, when I assume I'm doing everything I'm supposed to and it's frustrating whenever it doesn't, uh, you know, come yeah. come to fruition. So I will say that. I guess your expectations are not like it's not an issue if you don't know the ride exists. No, <laughs> you you, right? Down. Yeah, it's like the taking away the toy from a child versus whether they never knew it existed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't know anything about it, but again, it's you kind of have to be a Star Wars fan, I guess, to care now, to about be it fair, or want to care. Before about it. I knew so much about Disney, right, and I went mm-hmm. the first couple of times. I didn't ride Flight of Passage because I'm like, I know that's the new ride. I, yeah, I'm just not even going to worry about it. Like, maybe some people are kind of like that. They're just like, this is, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that's been around for a long time I've never seen. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They're just like, I don't want to I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with whatever that takes to get into that. Right. They see it as yeah. more of a hassle. And that it's like, I didn't go on vacation to be hassled. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's true i mean disney is complicated if you're not on top of it you can well it is now it didn't used to be i'm just saying mm, yeah but that's also when there was not quite as many people going or during a time period when there was not quite as many people going it's definitely gotten more complicated but if you know how to do it it's it's easier in some ways than it used to be i think but anyway all right our last story of this episode there's been some releases of some of the stuff they're working on. The big one is they've given us a first look at the Moana themed rooms at Polynesian Village Resort. Mm-hmm. So they had a video tour, some pictures. What do we think of what we saw? I mean, it, yeah, I can say it, lo- it looks good. I mean, I like the way it was done. I've noticed definitely a theme with how they're doing all their rooms now. And I don't just mean the like the Moana theme. I'm talking about there's some consistencies in how they're redoing the rooms among all the resorts when they're doing them that they're using every you know when i first look at it though i'm like it looks nice and everything but uh, you know uh, it, when one night costs more than i pay for my house you know, <laughs> right for a month know. yeah have they said anything about price <laughs> yeah. for these yet they haven't i can just look at it and when i look at the room i see a thousand dollars or maybe not quite that high but i see probably at least 700 <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say like seven fifty eight hundred is the gonna be at least the rack rate. Bit, rack rate, yeah. yeah. That's but that would it be more a, than Grand Floridian, right? It'd be in, in the ballpark, in the ballpark yeah. of it, yeah. Well, heck, same ballpark. Which, what is it when you look at Riviera? You look at the rack rate. I mean, when you're so called getting a deal, it's like five hundred dollars a night, even for the studio. So yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah. I'm not even close. But anyway, I love the framed Moana art on the wall. I think that's, like, I want that <laughs> in my house. It looks really cool. And even the the 
kind of the drawing on the wall that looks like it's from the movie. It's it's really cool with Maui and Moana in the, in it on the wall. I think it looks. Again, it does have a bit of a Grandestino vibe too, right? Am I am I wrong on that? Am I wrong in seeing that? Well, oh, that's that's where I kind of got in with the consistencies yeah, they that they're doing when they design the rooms now. I could get that same vibe out of the new pop rooms, to be honest with you. Not size-wise, obviously, but, I mean, you know you know what I'm saying. I yeah, there's certain that. stylistic elements that are the same. They just yeah. sort of spruce it up with a different thing. The high beds that you can put your luggage under. Yep, the, the way floors. That they use, you know, the the floors, floors, the way that they use the storage on sort of the, the wardrobe-type things, the bathrooms, very similar to what they're refurbishing so it's like they're using a lot of the same base things and then sort of and i like it i know some people will say you know we're losing some of the kitschy theming this is better yes it's so much better yeah this is like the fifth sixth time that they've redone the rooms i mean it ain't it's not like this is (laughs) it's not like they're changing the original i mean go look at the original that was actually that would not fit in today at all right by a long shot. Yeah, I love the bathrooms look fantastic. What do you think about them doing the the soap, shampoo, and conditioner in the... Dispensers, the big dispensers, bottles? Dispensers, yeah. They still have, I can see on the counter, they have plenty of the uh, deluxe amenities, uh, toiletries that they have. But they used to give you all the soap and shampoo separately. But now it's dispensers like the values... And mods have. Yeah, I think there was the plan was to go to that all yeah, across the board. I'm sure it saves them money, right? In theory, but someone could still like bring, you know, like their own bottle container and like squeeze it out into there <laughs> if they wanted sure. to. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, yes. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, mine ran out during this day. <laughs> yeah. We're very dirty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How I dirty mean, are you? <laughs> As big as those bottles are, I mean, I don't know how often they plan on changing them out, but, I mean, you could probably actually get a good bit out of there and still have enough to to do your stay, and they would never know the difference. That's the thing. I think they might be actually using more this way. I don't know. I just want to say, too, that the room in this picture might have been the room that I stayed in back (laughs) in 2016 because it was in the Tuvalu building, third floor. That's why they had to redo the room, because... I really like that video, the way he did that. It was very well done, I thought. Oh, like the jump the cut thing, over. which, like, everyone's doing Well, that, doing but, now. I mean, yeah. the panning, and then all of a sudden it goes to the other side, too. Right. Go to the other side of the room. Sure. Yeah. That's I thought fine. it was well done. It made it entertaining, and it got most of the room in the in the video, too. I mean, I think I will end up staying at some point, because you guys know I'm now a sucker for deluxes. Um, although I will say, even though I am a sucker for deluxes, I still love Grand Destino. Like every time I go back and look at the picture of that hotel, I'm like, what a beautiful hotel. I love that hotel. Yeah. The reason it's so beautiful is the price isn't outrageous yet. The (laughs) price isn't outrageous and it's just the water. Every time I pull into property, we come in from the Western way way. And uh, we pull up, and I, I turn the corner, and I'm like, oh, what a beautiful hotel. <laughs> Jason just stops in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, I don't stop at the, the Walt Disney World <laughs> sign. I stop for Grand Destino and get out and get a picture. Last time I drove in, I was not happy about passing it to go to Pop Century. But 
Uh, yeah, that's... it was sad after only staying there a month ago. I mean, just for the record, by the way, that is our hotel for April is the Grand Vistina Tower. I can't believe it. I'll tell you, Which, we're, we're going to call it Poovy Towers. That's what it we is. Have, we have a water view, by the way, Adam. I don't know if you saw that because I do, yeah. the water view was the exact same price as standard view when I booked. I was like, well, okay, I'll take a water view. The only reason to get a standard view is if there's fireworks because you can see them from the window so, from some standard view rooms. But otherwise, the water is beautiful. Yeah, I liked the water view when we stayed in the tower. I enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get an upgrade. Maybe we'll get the LeBron suite. We'll just check in. We'll find the most minuscule thing to complain about. Yeah, it'll be great. Sure. When we were booking, by the way, that we had a couple of choices. We could have stayed at Pop, which would have been the economical choice, right? There were yes. mermaid rooms available. I didn't even tell you that, Adam. I didn't even give you that as an option. No. That was but they've been redone though. I mean, no, it's too no too. The wound is too fresh on that one. <laughs> we had Caribbean Beach available, but it was only a pirate room. Yes. So. Oh yeah, that was the because I, I, I would have considered it, but I was like, mm, pirate room no. Well, it's just the two of you. I mean, the beds wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Anyway. Yeah, but the location was the thing. If it was closer to Riviera, I would have uh, wanted. Uh, uh, because we could just walked over there to Bar Riva. <laughs> if you'd have had the room I had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have been fine. Um, we had Grandestino available. Uh, so that was really our choices. And it's obvious how we went. I mean, also, I should also mention, Adam, the cheapest option that was, in fact, available was All-Star Movies. And I also mm-hmm. didn't give you that as an option. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Which eventually I'll need to check out All Stars. I haven't even been over there, so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't even think I've ever graced the grounds. Oh really? Yeah. I don't Jason's think I the only one that stayed there then. My wife was like, "Where are you guys gonna stay?" And I told her, "I was like, we're staying at Riviera. We're getting the one bedroom, <laughs> right? The pull down bed <laughs> room. The, the, the only one bedroom. No. I thought you were saying the two. The two. Uh, we're getting the we're room. getting the three bedroom grand villa. Just the two of us. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Treehouse nice. <laughs> And you were right the other week, Jason, that Oki West does have some two story rooms. Oh, okay. Just like Bay Lake Tower does. Yeah. They're they both have it. Okay. So they both have oh. three or two story uh rooms. For for the for it, the grand villas. For the grand, grand villas. Grand villas, yeah. I guess it does make sense with it being the original or one of the original. Yeah. It looks cool, man. I I am I definitely would I'm do I'm considering OKS. a July trip with my family, and I really would strongly consider Old Key West for that trip. Yeah. Those rooms are massive, yeah. I haven't looked at the pool. I'm assuming the pool's good. It's deluxe. It's got to have a good pool, right? I mean, I've looked at it. It looks like it has a good area for, for um, yeah. pool. And, they have I mean, multiple pools. Like a, yeah, they have multiple pools, but I mean they're like way far apart. Some of them are right. much smaller. The main pool, but yeah, the feature kind of, pools got yeah. decent, decent pool, right? Yeah, I mean it's featured to like a like a sandcastle type uh, yeah. feature, and it's got that lighthouse close by. And so that 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 that'll tell you the reason I care about the pool, which you'll hear about in <laughs> our next episode that yeah. we that we get to. My son just as a preview, is going to tell you that his two favorite things at Disney World, one of them is a ride and the other are pools. (laughs) (laughs) 
everyone's got their priorities. I think that's important. Yes. So, do we have any other news that you guys want to throw out? I think it was a decent news week. Uh, we've had fairly slow news weeks, so we actually had quite a bit to talk about this week, which is yeah. different than recently. The only thing I would throw in is I heard that that sign or promotion for the Tower of Terror <laughs> on World Drive, <laughs> that they had fixed it, and then it's broken again. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was broken. How long has yeah, it been broken? Uh, for a long time. That, the really? sign hasn't been moving for the last several times I've been there. Hmm. But then apparently, like last week, it was moving again, and then like a few days later, it was stopped again. So, see, I uh, just I feel why like why is in, that even worth it? Like, that thing why is, is it so still old? there? Yeah, I don't know. It's been there for a really long time. Yeah, they they, they used to update the signage a little more often. <laughs> What do you think they'll replace it with? It'll be a DVC advertisement? Yeah, might as well. Make it a DVC booth where people can pull off the road and buy DVC. It's always been an attraction. Have a model room in there instead of the Tower of Terror uh, sign. If you really want to get people buying DVC, what you need to do, make it known that the price differs depending on which DVC booth you land at but rotate which DVC booth has the best deal. And then people will buy just because they found the best deal booth. That's There's your free idea, Disney. There you go. Right. Maybe they could replace it with something for Rise. Like maybe put a walker out there. <laughs> could, could do that, yeah. That would be interesting. I think that, who was it that I saw that got stuck on Rise in the AT-AT room for like 15 minutes? So they got oh, it was Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Andy. We saw that you got stuck in Rise. Hopefully, you enjoyed the AT-AT room. Right. Yeah, that was a yeah. cool picture, though. I was like, yeah, he he was showing how he got the boarding group earlier, and then he got they got evacuated. So, I don't know that he mm-hmm. ever got to, to complete the ride. Uh. No, hopefully he did. Well, I guess that's it for this week's episode. Be on the lookout for an episode with. Not us. Well, I mean, we're going to comment on it, but really the highlight's going to be our kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we've got a lot of good content in it, too. We also have a bonus guest, like yeah. all of our kids, but uh, there's a bonus guest yeah. of another kid. It's a, another, it's a friend. It's a friend. A f- yes. My he, son's best friend. Who has been to Disney World I've, I, with yeah. me and you, you know. We yeah. did do a, like, what, like an eight-day trip back in 2019 with them or something like yeah. that. Seven or eight days. Right after Grand Destino opened. So we had, what, six kids interviewed for this episode? Wow. I think. It's hard to believe. Six children, so. What are we going to, what are you going to think when it's our most downloaded episode? Because you know it's going to be the best one. <laughs> well, we're just going to have to, like, <laughs> turn the show over to the kids and let them. Let them host from now on. I mean, I think I think that's a good idea. We should probably do that. that maybe maybe that's our get rich scheme right there. Just yeah, get our kids to talk about Disney World. Right. If you were gonna put them in a get rich quick scheme, we need to give them a YouTube channel. That's how you do that with kids. You expose well, your children. My son has been <laughs> asking for a long time about starting a YouTube channel. He wants to do that so badly. There you go. See? When I was a kid, we would record videos. Right, we would record these videos, but they have never seen the light of day. They're long since gone, and they're very embarrassing. 
this is the danger of YouTube. Your son's going to make videos. Put them on the right. internet. They'll, they'll be, be out there forever. forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. They'll be out there at least until their their audience dies down. <laughs> I don't know. Wayback Machine. I can find stuff I put on the internet a long time ago. Anyways. So, okay. So tune in for that. That's our next upcoming episode. Uh, tune in for some potential trip reports in April. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the enjoy daylight savings coming back and then and it's going to be light later. Yeah. I think I'm going to bring back March Madness too. Why not? Ooh, that'll be fun. All right. So that's also a tease that Adam is going to bring back some March Madness Disney edition. Yeah. So I guess if you would like to support the show, how would you do it? Well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise, including the Rafts or a Ride shirt. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And uh, when we're talking about YouTube a moment ago, moment ago we do have a YouTube YouTube channel that has mostly some of the classic footage that I've had from Disney and back in the day. And I hope to very soon add some more to it so uh, you can enjoy. And we have a website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. And our email address is podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And that reminds me, we did have a contest, so we picked a winner for that contest. Who's our winner? We will... Let that person know first, and then we'll see if they want us to mention their name. So it wasn't me. No, it was not you. It was not anybody currently on this show. What? (laughs) But I gave you at least six Benjamins. Come on, man. You also had like 28 entries, but, you know, they're all void now. Can't do that. What? So I, so I paid you like 30 times the price of the shirt to get the shirt. Come on. <laughs> right. you, I'll just buy you a shirt. Yeah. Let me say, in short, we appreciate everyone who did put an entry into this. We will be, as Adam said, reaching out to you soon. Let us know if you want more. There you go. We'll do another one. Yeah. Right. Well, what would we call it? A game-worn jersey? You know, buy, we'll give you the... The sweaty, nasty traveling with the mouse shirt we wore during our challenge. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or what we'll do is we'll have a rafts or a ride hat or something, and you and I will ride it once on the raft, and then we'll sign it. There you go. That that <laughs> can be it. That can be what we'll do. A signed rafts hat. Or or we'll just all three autograph something because you know. Or we could get the raft attendant to to autograph it person driving the raft. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, so I think that's enough for today. This has been Traveling with the Mouse. You have been on with myself, John and Adam. We'd like to thank you for joining us, and we hope you join us on our next socially distant trip. <laughs> yeah, that was the longest <laughs> outro ever, by the way. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm going to have to loop the, the music. We like had the times. longest intro and outro on this one. <laughs>